Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Just, uh, it's, it's, it's the weekend, not connected to any vacation days, so I'm feeling a little sluggish. I'm, you know, I'm just... But we're here. We're here. We're gonna we're gonna chat about Fire Emblem. There's a lot going on. But uh, yeah, you and I both yes. came off a of vacation. Yep. And we made plans for this week, and then the next day I asked to say, say no, no, we got something else for you to do. Mm-hmm. Those... The surprise Fay Channel out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, quite. It was a surprise because honestly, we're sitting there scratching our heads like it's a little early. But July is quickly, quickly disappearing. So maybe it's not as early as we would thought. But we will break down all the Fey updates, uh, most of the Fey updates later on in the show. But why don't we talk about one update that was presented to us in game stories, starting as always with our banner updates. We've got Summer's Arrival on 725. That's been running since uh, it will run until the 25th of July. And then you've got Elysian Summer also running until the 25th, as well as Norian Summer. And then there's the new power banner on the tw- running until the 27th. A sketchy summer until the 10th of August. And then finally, the brand new banner, which was detailed in Fae Channel, Elysian Travelers running until the 10th of August as well. So, And just a reminder, in case you're new here, all the, t- all the dates we put are um, based on Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in America, reset, which is 3 a.m. So technically it goes till the 10th, but it's like three hours into the 10th that it resets and vanishes. So if you're a normal person, like most of us, I mean, I shouldn't say normal. If if you're someone who goes to bed at 10 o'clock to wake up for work the next day, really you should probably be subtracting a day. But that being said, you've got lots of time. No need to panic on a lot of these banners. But I am curious, Eddie, as always, we're going to start with your experiences in the banner, even though I've actually got, I've got some stuff to talk about this week. But I want to hear, I want to start, keep with tradition. I want to hear how you did. Well, um, I decided to go ahead and do a bunch of summing on the Elysian Travers, Travelers banner. Um, and I got to, uh, was, you know, because there was one of each orb color, I was summoning full wheels. At one point, I got pretty broken by, I think it was a Celica. And followed within that same wheel another a Rajat. Hmm. Um, and then the very next wheel, the first summon I got was a uh, original Lin. Oh, OG Lin. So, yep. Um, I did eventually get Olivia. Decided to keep going after that for a little bit and ended up getting Maribel. Uh, so I got Olivia and Maribel from this banner. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of debating with myself if I want to keep spending some wards for Sumia. Or Libra, maybe. Um, although I did hear some people were figuring that uh, because of the skills and stuff that they have, Libra is the most likely to be demoted. So probably if I go back in and pull anymore, it's probably going to focus on blue for Sumia. Mm-hmm. Now, Rajat and Celica being pity breakers as well as Alin, that's a... I mean, would you consider that probably one of the one of the the worst pity breaks that you've had in terms of like hitting not one but three different pity breaks or i guess you only had two pity well, breaks but technically it's 
it's a bummer that I got pity broken, but the fact that the other two came right away and it wasn't, you know, another 30, 40 orbs in or more before I got pity broken mm -hmm. uh, means it actually wasn't, it was actually pretty good and that I got three five stars when I got pity broken. I mean, the Lin one was a second section, but I was still at 3% at that point. So, oh, that's not so bad. You know, bottom of the well. And Rajat was the same wheel as Celica, so that was the Celica had already ruined the pity break for the next one, mm -hmm. even though, or pity rate for the next one, which ended up still getting a Lin. So it was a bummer that it wasn't a, you know, banner character, but at least when I got pity broken, I got essentially three characters out of it. Yeah. So. I, I like getting some, you know, five stars that I, I you probably had all of these five star characters, uh, right? Uh, yes. And also, um, I did look through and both Celica and Lynn were better IVs. So I just merged the old ones into the new one. Oh. And I've been leveling them up in the Tempest Trials. Well, that's a bonus right there. It's not all bad. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, like I was going to say, I just, I like getting five star heroes randomly in banners, even when they are pity breaks. It's kind of like, okay, new five star. It's not what I was looking for, but it's someone I can throw into my, my level one team and start building from scratch. I don't know. There's this real feeling of accomplishment in this game. It really, it really flips some switches for me when I can, when I can level a team, like a full roster of five star one levels all the way to 40, uh, especially when Tempest Trial's running. That really, like, Really, I love it. It's just, it, 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 I don't know. I'll go back to the same one. It really flips those switches. <laughs> hmm. um, well, that's really good. And Libra's the, the angry-looking one in the group, right? Um, I, I, I'd have to look at Libra's art again to verify if he looks angry or not. He's just but the one Lib that's really Libra's scowling. The, possibly. Libra's the typical uh, too-beautiful guy. Looks like a girl and is often confused for a girl, but is a guy. He's a bit androgynous, but we will not hold that against him. Uh, I'm sure he's a fantastic person. Yeah, and he's he's got the weird one where they, he has a Wo Dao axe, but they call it Wo Goon instead. Not sure why, but... <laughs> weird. Uh, I, for one, look at this new Elysian Traveler's banner, and I liked Awakening. Loved it. Really interesting part about Awakening, it came out the week that I, I moved uh, to to a new house, like we first house I ever bought and moved into it. And we were like, we were meeting with the lawyers and we were we were traveling and I, I hadn't played a Fire Emblem game in quite a while. And I'm like, oh, I want to play this game. So I went to Walmart to buy it on the way back from the lawyers. And they're like, oh, we don't have it. We don't even know if it's coming out. And I'm like, what do you mean? It comes out today. So I pull up my phone and it's like, oh, uh, it, it got delayed for some like shipping notice, and it was actually the first time I ever purchased a game digitally on on the eShop. And I, I, I don't know for some reason I was against that, and I just ended up doing it. And I was like, oh my god, this is so easy, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, it was kind of a similar thing for me. I was interested in it, went to get it from, I think it was a GameStop, not a Walmart, and found out that yeah, they were having a bunch of si shipping issues. Either it was selling out quicker than they expected, or I think that's what it was. It was they sent a certain number out, mm -hmm. and there might have been some other issues as well, but it just started selling out far quicker than they expected. Yeah, I think it was something Good. to do with a shipping strike on the west coast of the States. Oh. I don't know. It was a long time ago. It could have been a combination 
of the two and that they just were only able to get so many copies out. Yeah, I think it was a combination of the two. The shipping strike plus the fact that the, um, you know, it was far more popular than they expected because this was meant to be just one final Fire Emblem before they shuttered the series forever and then it sold far better than they ever expected. Yeah. And I I grew up, I don't know if you listened to the last uh, maybe two episodes of Gamers In, where you, you found out where I grew up in the middle of nowhere, where we had to get internet shipped to us on a bus. Um, and, uh, you know, when Fire Emblem Awakenings came in, I was only living in this, in this new city for maybe a couple of years. So I was still kind of like gun shy about downloading games off of digital stores and uh, just was one of those moments where I was like, oh, okay, well, hey, that worked really well, and I'm going to do that from now on. Um, my point being, though, Awakenings, I've loved it, played it to death. However, looking at this banner, I do not recognize three quarters of these characters. You know, Olivia, obviously, I, I, re- I recognize because A, she's been in Fire Emblem Heroes for a while, and and B, she's probably one of the you know earlier characters in Awakenings, but the other ones I do not recognize whatsoever. Well, Maribel and Sumia are both very early. I believe you get them as soon as you get to the barracks or one or two maps after that. So by like the fourth or fifth chapter. Hmm. Um, Libra, if I remember, is when you were going to fight um, in the desert uh, trying to rescue Emerin. Uh, he is like, I think, a um, he lives, he is part of that country that Henry's from. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, but you know, he's a war cleric who joins you up with you because you hmm. he's opposed to the behavior of the leader or whatever at that time. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, maybe all more reason to play Awakenings in, in Game Club, but uh, we'll definitely yep. leave that up to the listeners as, as discussed before. But um, I did I actually did a lot of summoning since our last episode and I, you know, well, like we talked about, I wanted to get a summer unit, really did, and I wasn't really sure what banner I wanted to get it from, and honestly, I decided to go with the banner that's going to be disappearing sooner rather than later. I think I was going for, uh, I kept switching, I think originally I was going for, gosh, now I can't remember who it is, which is probably a good good reason not to go back to it, but I ended up switching from whatever that character, it wasn't Noir, it wasn't Innis. Maybe, no, it was Tana, and then I switched over to Cordelia, thinking, like, oh, I'm getting more blue orbs. And then I got pity broken by a saber and a sword heart, well, a Reinhardt, but the sword version um, from mm-hmm. the summer's arrival. So I'm trying to think, yeah, that would have been Tana, because those are red orbs. Uh, yeah. So I, I I jumped out of that one. I was thinking, like, ah, eh, this one's ending in a, while, a little bit. I, I don't need to go to this one. And then I switch over to Sketchy Summer, and I end up pulling a Summer Lind. I was kind of splitting my orbs across colorless and blue, you know, going for either okay. Lind or Camilla. And I, I got Summer Lind, so I, I'm pretty I'm pretty good with that. And cool. then the new banner hit, and I just did my free summon and chose a colorless because I thought, like, I don't recognize any of these characters. I don't really like Olivia. Maribel looks fun, so let's just go with her. And, uh Yeah. That's who I got just right off the bat. I was like, oh, I don't even need to touch this banner anymore. Uh, Nice. It was it was quite lucky. I was sometimes you just you hit the mark and it's kind of crazy when it happens. But yeah, I I feel like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) And Maribel is probably not going to be demoted. So no. And she just looks like she she looks like a, a lot of fun and 
and uh, I don't have a lot of like healers that I like. Most of the healers I have, you know, the one I like, obviously Bridal Lin, and I have a Sakura. But other than that, the healers just don't really their their personalities or their character art don't really mesh with what I'm interested in in this game. I guess. Uh, yeah. Just look cool. Yeah, uh, of the two from this banner that are probably not, are almost guaranteed not to get demoted, Maribel and Olivia are the two, because Maribel is our first non-seasonal Dazzling Staff wielder, uh-huh. um, which is something that uh, any healer would want, Dazzling or Wrathful Staff as their B-slot, or most healers would want that, because uh, Dazzling Staff's the one that prevents counterattacks when they attack. Oh, really? Um Yes. So another Bridal Lynn favorite. Yep, essentially the she's the first one since Bridal Lynn to have this as a non-seasonal item. Jenny came out with the Wrathful Staff, and she's always been non-seasonal. But they're probably going to want to keep the Dazzling Staff a little more restricted, so she's probably going to stay 5-star only. Hmm. Now that makes sense. And and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but Bridalyn was what you were looking for to to upgrade your Lissa, right? With a dazzling uh, staff. Uh, either a Bridalyn or a Jenny, and give her a wrathful staff and do the dazzling um, it dazzling uh, upgrade to the weapon. Uh-huh. Uh Refinement. That's the word. Well, uh... I can't remember if I got a Bridalyn or or a Bridal. Yeah, Bridalyn, or if I stuck with the. Ended up getting a Jenny for her at some point. I can't I remember. Have to double check. It was. It, I remember we talked about it a lot and just kind of, you know, going over that project you were working on. And I think you did end up getting a Jenny, eventually. Um, yeah, I think it was a Jenny. Um, but I could be wrong. Uh, well, with this new banner, Elysian Travels, we got our Elysian Travels uh, story update with chapter. I didn't write it here. I don't know what chapter it is, but it's called Prince of Ice. So we are introduced to the new, not the new, but the often mentioned Prince of Ice. I can't remember his name. I don't know if you Fred or... Freder? Fred, H-R-I-D or whatever. Yeah, just a bunch of letters smashed together, and then we're asked to pronounce as best we can. Yes. The, just we got Fjorm, Gunthra, and Fred. <laughs> Yeah, I think you could really tell that you have the accent nailed down with that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is this feels like a real stopgap chapter. Like, they spread the five chapters pretty pretty thin in this one. Or no, sorry, the five parts of this chapter pretty thin. The two chapters that... Re- or the two parts of this chapter that really matter are the first part, when you catch up to the prince, and then the last part, when the prince is like, one of us is a traitor. Uh <laughs> that's that's really cheapening this whole chapter so i I don't want to move on so quickly but that's how i felt in the grand scheme of things well i'll admit i haven't actually finished it i did uh, finish like the first two uh chapter or first two sections of the chapter oh spoiler alert um so uh, well if you recall a couple a while ago when first appeared and somehow knew our name before we were introduced. We suspected that uh, he or she or the, the little kid is not who they claim to be. Mm. I can't remember if it's supposed to be a, another sister or a brother. Uh, it is a sister, little sister. Okay. So we, we you know, have been suspecting for a while that that's Loki in disguise. 
Because yeah. Loki loves to do that type of stuff. Loki's a bit of a pain in our collective butts. Um, and and I did notice in the chapters I got to that Horny Boy's back. Yeah, he's back. He uh, Basically, the story behind him is that they found him where he was left for dead. And they said basically like, hey, you can either kill yourself, go back to Suter, and then he'll kill you. Or you work for us and you prove your worth. Uh, I think the way they put it is, if you go back to Suter, he'll he'll work you to death, basically, because you. you no, it's if you go to Loki, she'll work. She'll oh, hold her his sister or whatever over him and work him to death, or hold the threat of sending him to Surter. If he goes to Surter, Surter's just gonna kill him and his sister. Right, put much more elegantly. So. I couldn't remember that. Yeah, so you didn't yeah, I got, finish I got it that far in this story. Mm-hmm. And. So you didn't finish it, and basically what, what happens is, just just so we can wrap it up, um, you find the prince, you you get tracked down by the bad guys, everyone but Sutur. Uh, first you're tracked down by Horny Guy, and you, you defeat him pretty easily. Uh, and then you, you get trapped by, these other, by the other folks, and then you break through their ranks and keep running, and then basically the Prince of Ice says, like, hey, one of us is a traitor. He even starts with suggesting that it could even be him. You know, like, you know, we all had time to to run away on camp since they didn't set up a watch. So, I I mean, I don't know who the traitor is, but let's lock in our our predictions and, and kind of we can revisit it, right? So, who do you think this... I mean, we've been... We've alluded to it, but who do you think this traitor is in their midst? The little sister, probably, because like what I saw had pointed out and it made sense to me is that, you know... Um, Fjorm gets interrupted in her introductions, and yet the little sister character knows who you are already. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that that yeah. idea, because the and, Prince of Ice yeah. being the traitor doesn't make a lot of sense, because why would they be chasing him? Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, that to help sell him being a traitor, so that is definitely a possibility, but, it, you know, like, like I said, they made a point to in, note or show... Fjorm getting interrupted mm. in her introductions and then I didn't notice it at first but then little sister uh, you know Yizzler or whatever knows your name already yeah or seems to know your name already so yeah we had we had talked about that in the past and it does make sense and the thing is uh, there was another or Zachariah made another mention he made an, a mention in the game because yes, uh Rid was directed somewhere by Zacharias, I believe. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that was a bit weird, to say the least. It's the best way to phrase it, probably. Yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know. It, it Honestly, these this chapter felt really, really drawn out. And do we have a new, a new, new hero banner coming anytime soon that we can expect? Basically what I think would be the penultimate chapter. Is what I that would predict. We, that we know of? No. Okay. So we're looking at but, probably not having a new a new chapter for at least a month. I mean, we might. I don't know. But the next banner that we know is coming is August 10th is a another uh, special hero banner. So, And that's the latest we know as far as the um, hero banners into the future. Well, you know? We have a long wait to find out who is. Although we have we have, we have a pretty good guess that it's the, it's the little sister. So we shall see. Yep. 
any other uh, modes in the game kind of bringing bringing the stories to the yard like the, for you do you, you any other points of interest to highlight I've been doing tempest trials like usual leveling groups up uh, thanks to pity breaks and the banner I have two I have leveled one full team of four up and working on a second and have a third in the wings so it's great I mean that not much going on <laughs> well in that case why don't you run down the events that are still so. going on in the game Okay, uh, the Rival Domains Week 20 is up and runs till the 28th. Illusory Dungeon Summer of Heroes runs till August 11th. The July Orb promo ends in a couple days on the 24th. The Bound Hero Battle Revival of R Lucius and Raven goes on till the 22nd. And the Tempest Trial that we previously mentioned, Sweet Dreams, is running till the same day as the... Um, uh, first three summer banners on the 25th. Cool. And then starting before July 28th, you've got a bound hero battle for Leo and Lise, plus a banner for that. That'll be starting on the 22nd. Arena quests start on the 25th, and then heroes with the distant defense skill banner starts on the 27th. So if you're looking for that skill, you'll be able to summon for those heroes in just a few days. So... With that, we move into uh, our topic, which is going to be the Fey Channel that was posted last th Thursday. And by last Thursday, I mean just a couple days ago. It's only it's only Saturday. For some reason, it, it feels like it was forever ago. Probably because I watched it live at 11.30 at night when I should have been <laughs> in bed. Uh, I didn't know who was going to say what, but I'll just start this off with a little easy one, then I'll pass it over to you, Eddie. But uh, alongside the notes for Elysian Traveler's banner, they also gave us the next grand hero battle, which would be Walhart, the Conqueror, which begins on July 29th. Are you excited to see Walhart join the game? Um, he's an interest. He's a good choice. Um, what was the other one's name? Valbar would have been a valid choice, as would have, uh, uh, what is it, Fetish Girl or whatever her name was? Oh, yeah, Fetish um, Girl. I, I can't remember her name, but she was dressed slinkily and seem in very weird kind of seemed to like pain or something like that maybe i'm misremembering her <laughs> i but, don't remember know. i i tell you awakening it's been a while as well i just remember she was you know dressed dressed slinkily and all so maybe I, i'm misremembering that she seemed to like pain but uh i don't know it's been a long time since i've played awakening and, yeah. I, and i guess like when did that game came out i guess i dated it while i was telling that story but no like when did i move like it's been i don't know it's gotta have been like more than five years right i think fates might be but might even be close to five years to this point so oh, it's God. probably closer to 10 no oh, no 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 it was on the 3ds i'm not saying a full 10 i'm not saying a full 10 but closer to 10 all right. Well, I'd have to. We'd have to look it up. No, for sure. It's gonna bug me if we don't know. So, uh, if you look that up, we can. I can move in here to Phase Summer Celebration, which is gonna be the 1.5 year anniversary for the game, as predicted. Some people were saying, "Hey, could be very likely that we get a one and a half year celebration," and we we are gonna get it. And it basically breaks down into about five different cool things that Faye is going to be granting us, starting with two uh, login bonus celebrations starting August 2nd and August 16th for a total of 40 orbs across the board. That's going to be two orbs per day for two weeks each. 
So. Yep, you you were right. It is only um, five years in America. February fourth of two thousand thirteen hmm. is when it came out here in America. It does feel for Awakening twenty thirteen was quite a while ago. Yeah, but apparently that is only five years ago. So I had my timing wrong, but it's all good. It's fine. Well, all the more reason to revisit that game. Uh, daily reward maps are returning with a new map each day featuring four of the top 40 heroes, giving us 10 maps in total with a normal and a hard mode for one orb each. And these will run from August 2nd for 10 days. That's and pretty yeah, exciting. These are the, yep, these are the top 40 heroes from the Hero Rises event. Right. That's how they determined who they were using for these maps. So basically our top four, or is it top, I can't remember. How do they top choose? Top 40. No, the Choose Your Legend. How did they do that? It was the top four, or was the top two male, top two female? The Choose Your Legend was top two male, top two female for the getting special heroes, but the Hero Rises was all the heroes up to, I think, Legendary Ike in the game that uh, people, their top 40 or top heroes out of those, the ones that are already in the game. They gave us that Legendary Ike, right? Yes, I, Legendary Ike won the Hero Rises event, and they gave us a free, everyone a free copy of him with uh, one of the paralogs, or not a paralog, um, xenologs. Mm-hmm. A xenolog where we got that Ike, free Ike, Legendary Ike. We haven't had one of those in a while. Uh... And so the top 40 from the Hero Rises event, probably including the legendary ike will be the characters that we fight in these special daily reward maps cool well i look forward to that and they're also also, granting us some tempest trial stuff right yep they also announced another tempest trials plus coming out uh which will um as part of the rewards will bring us a revisit of all the 2017 tempest trial heroes uh which include mass marth even though we just got an Another Mass Mar 3 run. Clive, Tobin, Arden, Joshua, and Black Knight. And I believe Black Knight and Joshua were the were both coming as five star. Everyone else was going to be a four star. Hmm. So I don't know and how that I starts feel on August fourteenth. Hmm. Well it's kinda how they did it before. There's a four and a five star version, but since they're giving us six heroes, it kind of would flood the stuff if there are six four star and six five star and for all we know they will both be four and five star versions in there it's just they only showed um black knight and joshua i believe it was with a a golden star next to him indicating five star yeah i I did see that in the breakdown it was kind of it was kind of nice to see that now so these are 2017 ones are there any 2016 standouts that you want to see return? Well, seeing as the game didn't exist in 2016, no, I, I think I'm good. Oh. <laughs> I, for some reason, thought we were missing some. Is that all of them, then? Isn't there, like, a, a pink-haired lady? That's not all the 2017 ones. Unless her name um, is Arden. No, Arden is the little chubby guy or whatever. Uh, the pink-haired girl, she might have been, I mean, I, let's see, Black Knight. I'm trying to remember her name, I'm trying to look it up now. I, I, uh, it's, yeah, she, 
I forget her name as well. Marissa. Marissa, yes. I can't remember if she was 2017 or not. Uh, they did specifically state that they were 2017 heroes. Uh, whether they were all the 2017 heroes or... Maybe it's not all of them. That's fine. I mean, yep. 6 is pretty damn good, right? It just sucks that uh, Mass Marth and Black Knight, two characters that we have had the opportunity to, to get multiple times already, it would have been nice to yep. see just and heroes. I don't know if you can still get the Black Knight bundle or not, but... Yeah, I don't know. That's a good That's a good point, I guess. But Mass Marth is kind of like... We just had had her pop up last last time right or in this current tempest trial in the current tempest trial yeah yeah but i mean that not was to... that was the one that was kind of like really mass marth again yeah yeah but you know not to not to kind of look a this is a gift they're giving us and and it's a nice bonus and not to look at it and kind of like oh shoot it away it's still nice to see but uh they're they're also going to be doing this is kind of crazy and crazy in terms of it being overkill but they're going to be doing daily summoning events, bringing in daily uh, 15 returning summoning events. So all those summoning events we get, like the fighter skills and the distance defense, you're going to see 15 of those return. All the 2017 focus banners, such as Heroes with Death Blow and Heroes with Hone Attack, these are only going to be available for 24 hours starting on August 2nd. Of course, the first summon is going to be free as per normal. But each is only available for one day, so you're not going to want to pass that chance up to get a free summon, at the very least. Unless you're looking for some of these heroes, you might want to save some orbs up. Yeah. Yeah, since the only uh, hero I'm currently missing is the new ones in uh, Mounted Marth, or Mounted Krom, um, yeah, I'm just going to do the free summons. If I get a five-star five from it, yay. If not, um, so be it. Uh, there were also two other notes from the uh, anniversary event, one half-year anniversary event, um, that they didn't really go over in too much detail. There'll be some quests going on during the event. Uh, no list of whether they'll be going the whole time or just part of it. And double experience in uh, skill points during the event. Hmm. Oh, that's always good. They they yep. they're very good with adding that stuff to be like, hey, it's a celebration. Here's here's some bonus XP and SP. So that's really nice to see, for sure. Yep. Uh, okay, well that was a big one, and August is pretty much going to be here's a bunch of free orbs. A lot of people are really skeptical that they're doing a lot of. Obviously, it's associated with the one and a, uh, and a half year mark, but the, it's a whole lot of summoning and a whole lot of free orbs to throw at us just before the possibility of a choose your legend 2 banner so for everyone out there just you know save your orbs don't just don't throw them at everything that that moves just be cautious uh you're also going to be having a legendary banner probably end just before this so that's a little frustrating depending on who that hero might be but yeah big orbs coming at you very soon they also detailed the next version update, and really three things of note outside of, uh, of of one other thing we'll talk about at the very end, but I don't even know if that's associated with the next version update, but they're updating Grand Conquest. How excited are you, Eddie, that they're going to be addressing all of our concerns about Grand Conquest? Oh, I'm... Wait, they're updating Grand Conquests? Yeah. <laughs> no, so... um... It, it, they're interesting little updates. Uh, it's like a pity rate. Um, if your team has very few areas held 
and there's now going to be rank in the art within the army uh, to see how you're doing. I have no clue whether I'm going to care or not. We'll see when it comes out, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. So is it more feathers? That is this technically like a new reward uh, we're getting? Yeah. Essentially, we're getting a new reward depending on how well you do compared to the rest of your army, uh, your group's army in each battle. Mm-hmm. And it will reset with each battle like every other reward. So uh, we'll see what, if anything, it does. It's 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 a new update to a mode that hasn't really you know, lit summoner's call on fire. Let's just call it that. But as always, excited about weapon refinery updates. We're going to be finally getting a boost to the original Asker Heroes trio, Alphonse, Serena, and Anna, are going to be getting new weapons, well, upgrades to their current weapons, right? Because they all have these weird weapon names. So anything jump out at you about these weapons? Um... I'll admit I haven't looked a ton into what's different from the current ones to what the changes are going to be. Uh, Anna's is interesting in that with her upgrade, she'll be able to pretty much teleport around the uh, map anywhere at any time. Hmm. Um, when she's above 50%, she has, uh, with her new refinement, when she's above 50%, she'll have the ability to teleport, teleport like two spaces. And when she's below 50%, she already has Wings of Mercy or whatever it's called, where she can teleport next to any character randomly. So she'll be able to fly all over the place and help out. Um, The others I'd have to look and compare, and really it's probably a a phaeologist you want to talk to to figure (laughs) out exactly. Yeah, please consult your local phaeologist. I'm sure they dove right into this, But but... Yeah, it, I mean, to go over it would probably, to me, just feel like I'm reading a website. So you guys can definitely go check out the link that we'll, we'll have there. But it's exciting to see that after a year and a half, our original trio are getting some new weapons. So that's something to celebrate. Uh, finally, they uh, talked about quick, an arena quick update. Quick note. Oh, go ahead. Um, I did want to do a quick note. Um, I did look it up, and it uh, Marissa came from the second Tempest Trial of 2018, end of July, a mini so so it was a mini was, maybe they don't consider it a, a well true. no she was into she didn't show up till 2018 oh was this she year? came end of july july 30th a short one uh with bjorm as the focus of it shrouded by the storm was the name of it and it came after the uh new year's corn one at the <sighs> beginning or middle of the month for some reason, I felt again. I'm losing track of time, but it is July, so anything in the early part of the year could could feel like it was a while ago. Uh, well, that's good to know. And yeah, they also are doing a, uh, an update to Arena. Like, do you jump into Arena outside of just to get the 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 rewards, or are you actually pushing for top tier? No, I usually sit somewhere between uh, sixteen and. 18 uh usually when i'm on 18 even when i do the high level ones i end up getting knocked out down to 17 so and half the time i don't even do it until either the last day or i end up missing a week Mm -hmm. so well it seems like this update is to kind of address the higher tier players they're going to be adding a 
tier 20 sort of legend rank it sounds like similar to hearthstone so it'll be a great summoner tier and i guess you can you know you'll have a crown and that crown will be displayed how many times you hit great summoner will be displayed on your arena screen and then also your little your little fey owl will have a have a crown as well so it's kind of i think it's a neat bonus for people it's a neat bonus and as long as the crown doesn't unlock something special um, other than just telling someone how many times you've earned it or whatever, um, I'm fine with it. If they start making it where you need to get the crown to buy certain heroes or cer- certain re- new copies of a hero, I'm going to be kind of annoyed because I don't want to have to do a, um, you know, I don't want to have to fight for a tier 20 super arena battle or no, whatever th- that you want to call it. I, I mean, I agree with you, and I don't think they're going to be attaching anything like anything to I it. I don't think so either, but you yeah. know. But I'm curious, like, do you have any, I mean, I, I will say that I have a, a maybe just now, more so than before, I have this slight inclination to be like, hey, maybe it would be good to hit Great Summoner once and then have that crown and be like, all right, I did it, guys. I don't have to do it again. Um, do, you, do you feel the, the drive to even go for it uh, just to, just to just to say you did or could to be honest not really yeah i uh, mean yeah. I, i'm finding it hard to like stick with it as well but like i'm just it's uh, yeah the fact that i did i may have lost one or two characters on the run during the fights i did an almost perfect run with my team including a bonus hero uh, when I was at level 17 or 18, when I checked early in the week, it said I was at, um, you know, up enough to uh, get promoted or maybe even maybe at least just stay in the rank. And then by the time the reset came around, enough people had already passed me that I fell below. Mm-hmm. Just shows that there's so many hardcore number crunches with a bunch of plus 10 uh, merged heroes in there that it's... I don't have a strong enough desire to, you know, spend the money or hunt down the feathers to uh, get, you know, get all those heroes. Yeah, to go for it, right? I, yeah, to I really can go respect for that. It. I can respect that. But uh, they'll, they'll also be adding for each enemy hero beaten with a bonus hero, you'll obtain an additional three points per enemy hero defeated. So. It sounds like you might be interested in if you don't have a full team of bonus heroes to kind of queue up KOs with your. I mean, I always have yeah, at least it, one bonus hero in there. It leads for it makes for some interesting strategy. Either having a team full of bonus heroes, or making sure you have that bonus hero on there who's able to swoop in and get that last blow for the kill. Uh, get give some strategy to help a couple of the guys. You know, a couple of those hardcore number crunchers get that little bit of edge you know to hopefully get them their grand great summoner ranking or whatever yeah no i well i i know people who like arena who try to hit top tier you know even people in our discord like void who will probably be excited to see how many crowns he can he can get and to go from there uh finally one big thing that we got at the very end eddie why don't you kick it off we got a new type of event announced, Forging Bonds event, mm-hmm. which is still very much shrouded in mystery. They, they talked yeah. a good bit about it, but I still have no clue what it is. 
Um, it starts on July 23rd, lasts for two weeks. Uh, first time you battle it each day, you get a uh, orb for 14 in total, so it'll yep last 14 days. Um, they are giving us 20 free orbs to celebrate the new mode being added. And within it, um, you fight battles. Uh, seems to be one map battles, normal stuff. Um, three difficulties. Uh, the enemies inside it should uh, end up matching your level. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it says it's a good way to um, level up teams, you know, because it'll always match them up to your your team's level. Uh, and then each time you kill an enemy, you will get a chest. And in that chest, you will get uh, little orb, colored orbs to bond, build friendship or bonds with the uh, heroes that are the focus of the event. Uh, seems to be four colors and one for each of the four heroes that are, uh, excuse me, that are in the event. Um, it seems to be focusing on the four new heroes from the Ulyssian Travers banner for this first event. Hmm. And you'll unlock uh, essentially three, it uh, looks like three or four ranking uh, C, B, and A skill, uh, A conversations, as well as potential special conversations if you get multiple heroes up to the uh, up to the upper rankings of the uh, connections. Yeah, and and if you get connections with all four heroes featured, there there might also be an interesting discussion that you get to hear as well. So that it sounds to me like they're doubling down on some of their writing stuff you know how they've how they've tried to do a little more hero dialogue in the game and and i personally am excited because originally when they when they announced the sort of support and ally support and summoner support i was thinking oh this might be a way to get new dialogue from these heroes and it, it didn't end up being that it was just like a, a small stat bonus and i actually i dropped it kind of right away i was thinking about this today when i was playing around in the games like man i haven't touched that since launch and yeah i've done it a couple times i've like forged bonds with certain characters and stuff for the summoner one and a couple times i've connected heroes with each other but for the most part since i don't know if i'm going to necessarily always have these two heroes go out together i don't really think to do it yeah uh, but i'm just i look at this mode and at first i was like okay what is this this seems a little cheesy like friendship bonds you know care bear stare type crap sorry not crap but just stuff and it just it kind of it it seemed a little weird to me but the more i thought about it it's like oh this might be an interesting way to look at these new banners that arrive and then giving us more more reason to become attached to these heroes and i think it's really smart of intelligent systems to say like here's four new heroes that you can spend money on and here's a, no, a new mode where you're exclusively interacting with them and then maybe convincing you to to buy some orbs. It's kind of it's kind of devious, but it's also very, very smart. I I quite dig how, dig the idea. How would it how would it convince you to buy some orbs? Well, if you if you really like the heroes, you're interacting with them and you want to have them on your team. OK, to get you to try and earn them. Well, for me, um, if they focus on only heroes that are just coming out i will enjoy it but i'll be somewhat disappointed 
because I want some more conversations with some of the heroes I already have, like Lynn, Lissa, uh, to name a couple that we might be interested in. True. Crom. Uh, it'd be interesting to see, like, if they put Walhart in there, get, seeing conversations with him. Like, a lot of the villains who are here, it'd be interesting to have more conversations with them. So it definitely has a lot of interesting potential. Um, but if they only focus it on a banner that comes out around the time of it, it's really going to feel like, well, it's kind of wasted to me. So unless they either add additional heroes, more than just the four, or spread it out to more heroes within the game that the heroes come from, or even without of the game and see how they interact with other people. Like um, having a, one of the versions is not in there, but having a Wayne interact with Odin would be interesting if they ever add a Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you make a valid point. I don't think they actually said it was only going to focus on new heroes. They just, I kind of, it's just this first one. It was only the new heroes, which is why I was a little hesitant too. But it also explains why we have why they added in that event recap uh, feature. Oh, that is a very good point. Because the di- I mean the dialogue in the Tempest Trial stuff was interesting, but it wasn't like a barn burner, right? It's interesting. It's not really a barn burner, but it is something that's nice to have to go back to. But the Tempest Trial sits there looking very lonely, and the Forging Heroes thing are a bunch of conversations that will probably not be in the normal quotes for the character but they can stock stack them over there in the uh event recap thing so that everyone that you've unlocked you can go see and maybe they'll unlock them later or give you a way to unlock them another way to unlock them at a later date if you somehow miss some Mm -hmm. but you can actually go back and see these conversations because they're probably not going to be on the hero catalog pages. Right. But it, I, I agree with you. It would be nice to see maybe if they do like a, like they do some sort of celebration of another game or they do a, a, a seasonal banner and they end up having their normal versions as part of this, you know, friendship bond thing to see characters that have previously been, been summoned or or focused on would be nice like yeah it would be cool to have like a here's a blazing blade uh uh forging bonds event here's an awakening forging bonds bent bond you know it'd be it'd be interesting to see that and i think it would be a good good idea to to mix things up i could see forging bonds if it is an interesting way of giving us more dialogue and just having it run full time i'd rather see forging bonds run full time than tap battle you know like let's get in there we have a huge catalog of heroes let's write some dialogue for them and get and get some forging bonds events going yeah um i agree um i definitely feel that forging bonds if it starts on a constant basis like tap battle is and i don't mind tap battle it's kind of fun to run through but you know it's nothing that sets me on fire i absolutely have to do it every day pretty much as soon as the daily quests stop running i stop doing it um the forging bonds uh, it'll be interesting to see how it works um i definitely agree if they do set it up to run constantly i think it should go in uh two week chunks like reset the heroes every two weeks instead of every month Mm -hmm. so you can get a lot more heroes running through it 
but I do like the idea of it, and we'll see how it... And the other thing is that I'm hesitant on is how does it work? Um, oh, the other part about it that um, they mentioned is that it uh, is a nice... Or they didn't really mention, but it's a nice way to get accessories. Right. Because uh, if you wear specific accessories during the uh, event while participating, if you have your heroes wearing accessories, you'll get bonus... Uh, Affection orbs, or whatever they're going to be called. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Heart they're... tokens, you know, uh, bonding orbs, whatever. Um, <laughs> we could go all night trying to try. try. Yeah. It's probably one of those. And I mean, they might have even had the same conversation with themselves. Like, what do we call it? What do we call it? Uh, I don't know. Um, no, yeah. that's a good point. But, and some of those accessories. And you unlock, looked... It looks like each of the characters will unlock an accessory or two during the event yeah and i was gonna say that some of those accessories look like they're inspired by the characters you unlock them from so that was kind of neat because the uh, maribel's bow looked very it just looked like straight up her bow yeah that would be Looks cool like her bow uh friar hat i'm guessing that comes off of um uh what's his name tuck friar tuck yes libra that's the word <laughs> well i we won't have to wait long because this starts on like we said july 23rd so just in a couple days we'll get our first taste of forging bonds so I, I will admit um from what i can tell uh what looks to be olivia's item from the event is confusing it's like a monocle it looks like hmm. it's listed as a mask but it looks like a one side of a pair of uh, handcuffs <laughs> whoa okay well maybe she broke out of something she shouldn't it's, have it's like a little chain with a circle around it so that's why i said maybe a monocle so if you want to flowers cosplay... gotta be something from sumia with her picking flowers to determine things you know right so if they want to if you want to cosplay as the monopoly guy you're all set sure there we go oh, cool well, um, we won't have to wait long. We'll have actual gameplay thoughts once we return uh, next week. Just, you know, we forgot to add this into the coming events, but it does start on the 23rd. Starts Monday. R right. Yes, that is a good point. We didn't include that in there. That's, that's right. I forgot about that. Um Oh well, it's because it wasn't in the calendar. That was the that was the big gap that we were we were noting. So we'll have to keep that in mind uh, as we yep. move forward preparing for the show. Uh, but yeah, Summoner's Focus. We chose a we were chose to focus on Fire Emblem Heroes, which included um, the original trio plus Fiorm, and the listeners chose Sharina, Princess of Asker. So Eddie, why don't you break down the lore that you uh, threw in here? Uh, yeah, Sharina's lore here is going to be a little shorter or less detailed because, you know, most of it's found within uh, Fire Emblem Heroes to begin with. Uh, and, you know, if you've played through all the chapters, you've seen the majority of her lore. Uh, she is the Princess of Asker and a member of the Order of Heroes. Uh, she's a very upbeat person who wants to make friends with all the heroes summoned by the summoner. Yeah. So She's pretty creepy, actually, when you think about it. She's creepy because she wants to be friends with people. Interesting to see how your friendly. mind works there. That's just that's how she gets you. She's too friendly. Something's okay. up, man. Something's up. So, 
<laughs> just joking. It's uh, interesting to see how your mind works there, Ryan. I'm um, just she, kidding. She was my while while you were scared by her friendliness, I I liked it, and she is my uh, favorite of the Asker trio. Um, I think she's the first of the three I promoted to five star and got to lo- five star level forty. Mm-hmm. Um, the nice thing about her is that um, with the oversaturation of red units in the game, which is kind of in all the games, there's a, just a lot of sword wielders. Uh, but the ton of red units, um, as a blue unit, she has advantage over a lot of the units there. Uh, what about your experience with her? Yeah, she... Aside, uh... aside from <laughs> slinking away from her, yeah, she's yeah. happy yeah. and friendly. <laughs> Well, as we all know, I am a terrible person, but uh, Sharina is, uh, I'd have to say she's she's the most upbeat of them all, and she's not kind of a weirdo like Anna, who's always trying to make money off of off of, off of summer banners. Um, but Sharina is, is interesting. Yeah, I, for one, forgot that I should have promoted these characters to five stars at some point, thinking like, I don't know what I was thinking. I just, I did it eventually. I do have all these characters up to five star 40, and... And, you uh, you don't have to promote them. I mean, um, the disadvantage they have is that they have no chance of merges as of yet. So, you know, any character that you can merge is going to eventually have an advantage over them. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good so point. you don't have to get them to five star. There are probably a number of people who haven't. I, like I've mentioned before, I'm a bit of a... Um, a Pokemon style player where I want to collect them all, so I want to fill in all those, uh, you know, end game ch- uh, conversations in the catalog of heroes. So I was definitely going to promote them at some point. Yeah, no, I I think I just forgot. I completely forgot because at that point it was kind of like you you were getting all these other heroes, and eventually you just stopped using the Asker trio. I I don't know outside of quests. I don't know what the reason would be to keep these heroes in your party, right? Yep, um, unless you really like them and are trying to find some secret way to make them super powerful with, you know, the getting a character five-star straight from a banner with an IV boost that definitely improves them over these, these guys. Um, or just other characters you like, you know, you have more connection to, like... Ryan and Lynn, or me and Lissa, you know, it's, they're not often the characters that you will find in a player who's been playing since the starts team. Uh, someone who just started, who, because everyone has them to begin with, will probably might have them still, but, you know. That's true. Playing since the beginning, you probably have replaced them with other characters. Yeah, and you know we 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 were gonna t- touch on this at the end, but it's important to note that they are getting refinements, and maybe that will change things a little bit, even bring them up at least to close enough to to some of the newer heroes that you you would be able to summon. But yeah, no, I I really like her. Um, I think your point about the red unit note is 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 spot on in that this is a freelance character that you're gonna use on your team for quite a while until you get some stronger lance te- lance heroes. And with the refinements coming, I think you're going to be, you're going to be in a good good spot starting the game. And Intelligent Systems has done a lot over the last couple of months to really bring up the the beginners game for new users to make sure that they aren't left behind 
with everybody else. Like that's one of the largest issues that these free to play games has. And it keeps new users from the game because they're coming in and they're thinking, well, I'm just a year and a half behind. What's the point in even trying, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I like about Fire Emblem Heroes is that it's, there's, so there is some uh, multiplayer stuff if you want to do the arena, but it's almost primarily a single player. So even though the high-end arena are far ahead of you, uh, low-end arena might not be so far, and most of the stuff you're fighting is computers, so the Asker Trio can actually hold on to their own for quite a bit if you you know, build them well and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I really do appreciate Sharina. She seems to be a voice of reason throughout the story and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, there's no preferred IV for Sharina because she is a, a starting unit. She's got uh, no merges so far as well, which is an interesting thing to note. Do you feel we'll ever get merges with these characters to kind of bonus them up? Um, I doubt it. There is a good chance that as the characters you start with, they will never give us a merge. Um, it is possible uh, because the Spring Banner confirms and proves that there are alternate, uh, you know, alternate dimensions of of Asker and all. Because we summoned a Sharina and Alphonse from a different dimension. They were not our Sharina and Alphonse that are the Spring Heroes. So... So the multiverse does have the possibility of eventually getting uh, Asker, summonable Asker units with IVs or uh, the ability to merge them. Um, I think there's a good chance that if they ever give us the ability to merge it, merge them, it'll be as a reward type situation. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to like like tempest trial characters they're going to want to keep them as neutral only yeah i could I, be wrong I, there but no i i think you're right i don't think that they're going to suddenly give us boons and mains to these characters and and you know different ivs i think they'll remain neutral but i agree it would be interesting to see the experimentation of maybe a new mode or uh just a new reward type where it's like hey here's a here's a plus one to your sharina or a plus two or three to your your original trio i mean we've seen it with their interest to kind of boost them up a bit with the refinery um maybe the next step is to kind of merge them up a bit to give them some more stat boosts i i don't know if if that is even on the table it seems crazy I, but i was thinking more of the case of where like either a special event if you complete it will give you a new version a new copy of sharina or alphonse or maybe it'll do something like a we'll get a special um sorry a special uh thing like the weapon refinery where you can upgrade sharina and the others with merge with merges without actually merging them because you're right it might be a little weird to have us get a second copy of alphonse or sharina yeah i mean it the the logic or the lore behind it i don't need to be you know appeased in that way i'm fine if they just give us copies and be like hey here merge them give them a plus one for a stat boost i'm fine with that but um we'll we'll see how they do it in this tempest trial but maybe every so often instead of marth for the tempest trial you get a new alphonse or sharina 
you know, as a bonus hidden at level 50 or, or maxing it out or something. I don't know. Cool. You know? Well, the build on Game Press is supportus, supportive Ascrian combat support for Sharina. And it's a it's a pretty interesting build in that they kind of they kind of rebuild her you know they they make her stronger faster whatever i mean they keep her weapon i'm assuming you know with fens yep, they, they keep her they keep fencelier which yeah. is her built-in uh staff yeah um they give her rally attack speed as her assist yep. so that's good with and then an all, uh that one comes off of nothing but five stars, uh, including Spring Sharina, uh, Bridal Tharja, Bridal Cordelia, and uh, Mounted Erica. Hmm. Uh, Mage Erica, however you want to label her. Sure. And, I mean, the budget of Rally Speed might be a little cheaper, though, right? You can probably get that off of four star. Yeah, that that gets off. Of, that comes off of a three stars, even. That's not so, so bad. So you can get it off a, an Oscar or a Celis or even a Kata. The special being Moonbow, which is a pretty standard special across the board in terms yep. of you got to have someone at four stars. Um, Paula, Odin, Athena. I got a lot of those kicking around, so easily truck a, a Moonbow at Sharina, no problem. Yep. Uh, uh, the A skill it suggests is Triangle Adept 3. Uh, which you can get off of four star Roy, so it's not too expensive there. That's not bad. Yep. Uh, with an alternate of Fury three, if you don't want to go with that. Yeah, and then B skill is a Swordbreaker three, which is a four star Able, um, which isn't crazy. I think I have a couple of Ables hanging around. No canes though, just Ables. So. Uh, yep. Uh, they recommend Spur Speed Defense for the C skill. Uh, but that is a five-star only off of one character, Oscar. Oscar is a hero that comes out as a um, uh, four-star, so you can promote him and get that from him. He's mm -hmm. not five-star only to obtain. Uh, but it might be cheaper just to grab a four-star Marth and get Spur Speed as your uh, C skill. Yeah, but then as their seal, they suggest Spur Speed 3, so I doubt those would... Those wouldn't stack, right? Like a C and an, and a seal. Um, I don't know how exactly those work. Um, whether they will stack, I think they might, but they might not. If they uh, don't, they do recommend close defense, close defense as a as a backup for your seal. Yep. So, I mean, that's pretty. That's a pretty good build, and honestly, looking at thinking about my hero cat inventory, it's pretty achievable. Um, unfortunately I did get a chance to build this out and, and test her out, but I think with the refineries happening next week or in a couple weeks, I might, I might throw this build together and, and get her new weapon and see how it goes. Well, I expect the update before August 1st. So. Oh, you think so? Well, um, the bland, I mean, grand conquest updates were expected to start on the next grand conquest which starts on August 1st. So hmm. seeing as the Grand Conquest update was listed as part of the um, actual version update, I would figure that before the first, when the next Grand Conquest starts, we should have the uh, update before then. Cool. Well, I look forward to that. 
what what hero what game are we going to be doing next week or next time for summoner's focus uh well we have now made a full pass through all the games currently represented in in fire emblem heroes so we'll go back to the start of the list uh if you remember we started with lynn who is from fire emblem or blazing blade as it is nicknamed uh now that they have so many more but it came out as fire emblem in america originally uh so that is what we will be doing uh go ahead and let us know in the Discord what characters you want on the straw poll that will for next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we mentioned, with the refiner refine coming, uh, once that hits, we'll probably check back in and see how that has changed her suggested builds. So, cool. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. I am looking forward to seeing how these new refineries affect our our Asker trio and. Yeah, I'll definitely report back on Sharina. I'll try this build out and throw her new weapon on and see how it goes. Uh, Speaking of next week, though, Game Club returns next week. We're going to be doing part five of Shadows of Valencia. And to give you all an update, basically the end point we've chosen for part five is Om to Regal Plains with an optional trip to Nui Baba. Although I will will throw it out here. I'm probably, uh, for me, it's going to be what I'm doing. I'm, I'm currently working towards Nui Baba right now in the in the playthrough, and uh, Selica, getting Selica to Sage's Hamlet, which I beeline for right away, knowing that was when Selica would grant Om his his class upgrade. So how have you been making out so far with with your time? Um, I, once, I like you, beeline Selica for Sage's Hamlet. Um, I actually looked at it, and I want... Sorry, I wanted to get Om to level 20 before I uh, evolved or uh, upgraded him and I didn't realize that the upgrade would be a one that you choose or that you activate yourself uh, so I did some DLC maps to level him up some mm-hmm. uh, took him over leveled him up and I have yet to actually start on his side but I do intend to go up to Nui Baba's um, so cool and I think technically I'd have to double check the map. I think the Regal Plains is actually connected to the village. If that's the case, then feel free to head into the village as well. Okay. And talk to characters if there are characters there to talk to. So. Cool. Well, good to know. So if you folks are playing alongside us, make sure you get to those points because next week we will be discussing those gameplay thingamajigs in Shadows of Valencia. Let's move into Speculation Corner, in which Eddie has once again thrown together some some really interesting thoughts for some upcoming banners, specifically the August banner and what those special heroes might be. Yep, uh, we mentioned the August banner um, is a special hero banner, um, and there's been wondering whether or not this is going to be another Summer Heroes banner, or if it might be something else, Um, and I wanted to play on that and do kind of a two-part question. Uh, if you think it's going to be a summer banner, part one would be, or part one, if you think it's going to be a summer banner, what game do you think it'll be from? Um, if you, uh, the other thing I was thinking that it might be, and it could be something completely new, but it might be, uh, they've decided to move up the performing arts banner from last year, uh, if they're going to do another one and, order to allow for two Halloween banners in September, October, or October, November. Um, So the second part would be, if they decide to make it a performing arts banner, 
what characters do you think it'll be on that one? Hmm. Uh, did you have any thoughts or you want me to start? Uh, well, I mean, I think it's interesting when I look at performing arts, I kind of feel like that was a filler to me. Cause I, I, I think Halloween is something that exists in this window where you can only have like a week or two weeks of Halloween celebration, you know, like five days before Halloween, five days after that's a safe bet. But September is a weird month where it's like, do you celebrate fall do you celebrate the end of summer? Do you celebrate the beginning, like they said, the beginning of fall? It's hard to tell. So performing arts always felt like a filler to me. I don't, I don't particularly know, like, I guess if when you look at the way Intelligent Systems has done things, they have to do a second performing arts so that they can bring back the old performing arts units um, for another run. So yeah, it's really tough to say. Maybe this would be the first banner where they forego performing arts and do something a little different. But, yeah. Well, I have to say, every time I think you Canadians can't get any weirder, you prove me wrong. Okay, why I don't that? know about I don't know about you guys in Canada, but Halloween is an all-October thing here in Florida. Oh, well... I mean, people you... are prepping and celebrating for Halloween from... October 1st, emphasizing scary movies and that all the way through maybe November 2nd or 3rd. It does vanish pretty quickly, which is why it was weird last year that the October banner was the performing arts banner, not a Halloween banner. (laughs) Okay, so if I weren't Canadian, I would probably be very, uh, very, uh, I can't even think of the word very upset in the fact that you've forgotten that our Thanksgiving takes place about halfway through October. So Halloween ah. doesn't really start until like the third week of October. Now there are, don't get me wrong, there are some diehards, you know, and they do celebrate Halloween all year round. But really it's like here, it, yeah, the Walmart is going to carry a bunch of pumpkins and, and decorations and costumes starting September 1st. However, You're like... Right. I did I did forget that. I know, you I'm guys, just giving you, you a guys are. <laughs> completely confused about when thanksgiving is (laughs) see again if i weren't canadian maybe i would probably have some strong words for you but i get it i understand it's a little weird it's confusing it's hurting everybody but um yeah halloween with with you guys celebrating thanksgiving that's probably explains why you guys aren't as big into halloween as america is but in the grand scheme of things you're right possibly you could look at having two Halloween banners two weeks each through the month of October and no one's going to bat an eyelash. That makes sense. I was figuring another Halloween banner like the one last year right around Halloween going through uh, November, although I would personally love to see a Thanksgiving banner, maybe starting on uh, Canadian Thanksgiving going through American, but that is primarily a North American tradition, so I can understand them not doing that. Yeah, it's pretty... It's pretty Western, so I'd, I, it'd be tough yeah. to see them doing that. But They don't um, really do Thanksgiving over in Europe or Asia, so I could see them not doing a Thanksgiving banner. So doing a Halloween banner uh, end of October through November and one at the beginning, both of them full month long, would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. You know, but... But, but I think that August will be another summer banner because they really did kind of step out of the way of Choose Your Heroes or Choose Your Legends and said, like, yeah, this isn't... We don't know when Choose Your Legend is happening. 
maybe that takes over the September slot and they just throw performing arts to us. But I do, I do believe that August will be another summer banner, you know, of some kind. Um, I don't know who those, I know what games I would like them to be based on, but I don't know what they'll look at. They seem to be more focused on the more recent games. Um, so it would be really cool to see some of the Echoes characters, you know, get some, some more special banners. I don't think the Echoes game have gotten a lot of special heroes. It's mostly been a lot of fates, a lot of, uh, blazing blade, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, now that I re- realize blazing blade has not gotten one this summer. So maybe uh blazing blade for the summer one. I was thinking maybe uh, if not all of it, part of the Asker trio might get some, giving Anna finally an alt mm. that people have been begging for. Um, but I was also thinking maybe Echoes and Blinding, Binding Blade as well are possibilities. Um, maybe they do an Echo Blazing Blade banner. Uh, probably not Lin, because, you know, they've kind of already done Lin a good bit. Yeah, and a, a sixth Lin might uh, cause the community to implode upon itself. Especially right, if it's a swimsuit Lin, we don't want Reddit to hurt itself. Okay, like we just yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, now, just on the off chance it'll be a performing arts banner, or if they do another performing arts banner, what they might do for this year, I was thinking probably Ninian and Nils mm-hmm. finally bringing him in. Uh, as for the other two, um, I don't know off the top of my head any other dancers or singers other than Lean, who we were just introduced to, and I don't know who else from her game would fit with that. Um, so I don't know any others who really want to sing and dance or are known for it. Uh, another possibility is Faye, because uh, in Echoes, if you turn her into a cleric and saint or priest or whatever. Uh, I think it's Cleric in that one for the mm-hmm. straight healer. Um, she can get a new, which isn't exactly sing and dance, but it does the same thing. Gives someone a second turn. So. What? I just, This just popped into my head as we were thinking about what a performing arts banner looks like. And you mentioned sing, and then like karaoke jumped into my head. What if they did like a karaoke focused... I mean, karaoke is big in Japan. Like, what if they what if they just went balls to the wall and did, like, a karaoke thing? Wouldn't that be funny? I, I just, I don't know what it would look like. I just think it would be funny. Yeah, it would be funny. Uh, like you, I have no clue what it would look like. <laughs> I just so, threw it out there. I don't know. I, you're right. Yeah. It's stupid when you think about it. But... I, I don't know how it, would, how it would work or what it would look like. Just a lot of people with yeah. scarves and, like, small toques. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Probably now, proof that we need to move on. I don't know. As an American, I have to ask, what exactly is a toque again? Oh, my God. <laughs> we should just stop it right there. All right, this is... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, a toque is, like, basically a, a knit hat. But I guess you're in Florida, okay. so it's not just... It's not just the fact that you're American. It's also the fact that you don't know what a winter is, so... Well, I grew up in Maryland, so I have some idea. And, oh. yeah, we had ski caps up there. Okay, yeah, so it's like a ski cap. call them toques, but... Toques is a Canadian term, so I apologize. Yes. I'm going to drop toboggan later on as well, and everyone's going to be like, what's a toboggan? It's a kind of well, sled. That's a sled. Yeah, yeah exactly. okay, good. So uh, you're not, you're I not totally I know what a toboggan is. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, well, before this gets any further <laughs> down some weird rabbit holes, before it devolves anymore. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Let's get let's get over to the Outrun Gate. Let's dust off the old Summoner Gate there and figure out what the hell is going on with Fire Emblem Three Houses. And please, for the love of God, do we have any new info? Uh, new info, not really. But I <laughs> dug up a bit more from the E3 uh, trailer. Uh, eventually, we're gonna get to the point where I'm. Uh, noting uh, how many squares a character's moving and stuff like that. No, seems... what? Really? Do you actually have plans to do that? I'm curious. No. Okay. I was like, I was just... that'd, be, that'd be pretty funny. Just do it that once. Was just more... Yeah. That was just saying that we're not getting any new info yet, so I'm you know, digging through trying to find something I haven't already mentioned. Uh, and I, I did point out one thing that I hadn't yet mentioned is that uh, when you move a character, uh, it's shown when you're when they're showing uh, Edelgard get moved. Uh, most of the enemies, or all the enemies, seem to have curved red lines uh, that seem to indicate that these enemies are likely to attack her or that character on their next turn. Is what what is being guessed is what that indicates. That's cool. That's an interesting guess, so. and maybe the change in perspective that we've seen the way things move. It's kind of like an additional tool to the normal like hit X to show the you know the movement grid for for enemy heroes. Yep. So that's kind of neat. That's a good observation, I think. That's really good. Totally worth the the frame by frame that you've done. Uh, I think it's really cool. All right. I I hope we get more info. I, I will say this again. I hope we get more info. And I I'm just giving you a hard time by pulling. I think this stuff is all really interesting. And I uh, can't wait for more information from Nintendo, but that is going to do it for Summoner's Call. But as always, I leave the final word for Eddie. Huh? What was that? A sneak attack? Mm, it was, even though you knew it was coming. But visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show fay at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers in Discord over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Finally, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, Eddie at Drellfear, and don't forget to follow at TheGamersIn for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. <laughs>